Hey guys, Jared Mooney here, physical therapist, fantasy football fanatic. Just wanted to touch base with you guys um, regarding some of these uh, players that have some injury statuses heading into week 13. Get you guys informed, that way you can set your lineups and be confident of who you're playing. So we'll start with the Rams. We'll start with Odell Beckham Jr. Um, he's got a hip injury. They're calling it a hip pointer, which is a bruise on the iliac crest of the hip. It's the kind of the top part of your hip bone. Um, it's given him quite a bit of discomfort. He has not practiced yet this week. Um, so he has sat out Wednesday's practice. He has sat out Thursday's practice. Um, so we need to monitor his uh, practice reports for today. Today is December 3rd, Friday. Um, if he does not practice today, it is not looking good for him uh, to play on Sunday. Um, although to be completely honest, I'm not really sure why you're still playing Odell Beckham. He has not done anything this season. He's still been building rapport with Matt Stafford. So, um, Keep an eye on his injury status. Um, if he does not go, Van Jefferson is a good play this week, right? So they still have Cooper Cup. Robert Woods is obviously out for the year. Um, but then Van Jefferson or Ben Skorenic are going to take over um, kind of that OBJ role. Um, so those are good plays this week if OBJ does not go. Uh, next is going to be Daryl Henderson. Um, so he has a quad injury. He also has not practiced this week. So... One thing that you need to be aware of is, again, if he practices on Friday, um, average return to sport for something like this could be roughly two to three weeks, depending on the severity. Um, so there's a good chance that he misses time this week. Highly recommend go grab Sonny Michelle. Um, I don't know the exact uh, percentages of rostering that he is on various platforms, um, but I can guarantee you that he is not registered, uh, not rostered, I should say, on 50% or more of leagues, go out and get him. Especially if you're making a late playoff push, um, or especially if you are the Daryl Henderson manager. Sonny's going to get a ton of work um, on a high-powered, high-scoring offense. Go and get Sonny Michelle. Next, uh, we'll kind of slide over to the Dallas Cowboys. Let's talk Amari Cooper. So he played last night on Thursday Night Football against the Saints. Um, he missed two games because of COVID. He missed Sunday's. A couple Sundays ago game, then he missed the Thanksgiving game. Um, he played yesterday, went two for 41. Not impressive, but we all knew that that was going to happen, right? We knew he wasn't going to be back to full form. Um, I would expect, um, given the fact that he um, had COVID, uh, he did have a positive test, um, I would expect that he would be limited or have reduced production for another week or two, depending on how quickly he recovers. I know, um, depending on who you talk to, um, a lot of these COVID symptoms um, can linger for a long time, right? Like talk with Lamar Jackson, talk with Miles Garrett from last year. They said they got absolutely uh, punched in the gut with this thing and they never felt the same the rest of the season. Um, so it's going to depend with Amari Cooper, but I would say for at least the next week or two, um, just plan on dipped production. Um, he's going to be a back-end wide receiver to maybe wide receiver three flex position, depending on your league um, for the next couple of weeks. So may want to look into other options if you are making a last second playoff push or if you're right on the bubble. Might not be a good guy to rely on. Next guy up is Darren Waller uh, with the Las Vegas Raiders. Um, so he also has not participated in any practices yet this week, Wednesday or Thursday. Um, so that's something to be aware of. Um, so he has an iliotibial or IT band um, injury going on. Um, so that's a band on the outside of your thigh. Um, and there isn't an official return to sport um, timeline for something like this. It's more just um, 
can you get the inflammation down and can you uh, run routes? Can you make cuts without pain? Um, so it's incredibly subjective. It's incredibly variable from player to player. Um, so if you have Darren Waller and you have not done so already, I would highly recommend grabbing Foster Moreau. Um, that the the Las Vegas Raider Las Vegas Raiders offense, excuse me, is tight end heavy, right? So Darren Waller missed a game earlier this year with his ankle, and Foster Moreau put up 18 fantasy points in PPR. Um, so you know that he can get work. I'm not saying that he's he's going to be, you know, incredible, um, but he's a good substitute if you're in a pinch for PPR um, and you need somebody in your tight end slot. He's a good uh, play this week. I would recommend picking him up if you have not already done so. Um, another thing you're just going to be aware of is how Darren Waller is practicing um, not only today, Friday, but going into next week. Um, and seeing how he's doing, right? If he's still not practicing and the IT band is giving him some trouble, maybe hold on to Foster Moreau or pivot to other options. But as of right now, it's going to be completely up to how Darren Waller responds um, to practice and to load and everything like that. So just something to be aware of. Okay, so we'll go back to uh, the Thursday night game. So we'll talk about Alvin Kamara. Um, so he has a an MCL sprain on his knee, uh, his right knee, I believe. Um, average return to sport for that. Um is really variable. It can depend on the grade, right? So if it's a grade one, which is an incredibly mild sprain, um, it's going to be about 10 days, um, which he is already beyond that. Um, and if it's a grade three, which is um, a very, very severe um, sprain, um, it can be up to nine weeks. Um, so I have not been able to find anything specifically on how Alvin Kamara's knee was graded in terms of injury or um, anything like that. I know he got in a few limited practices this week, um, and he obviously did not go um, on Thursday night. Uh, Mark Ingram went instead. Um, but just be aware that you are going to need to keep monitoring Alvin Kamara for a while, right? If you have Mark Ingram, I would hold on to him. I'm not saying that he's a direct replacement, right? So um, some of the offensive line for the Saints is pretty banged up right now. Um, and as you guys could see from last night, Mark Ingram didn't do a whole lot. I think he had like 3.8 fantasy points or something. So just be aware of that, um, that Alvin Kamara could continue to miss time. The fact that he got in some limited practice this week is promising. That's good. Um, you just need to start getting some full practices in um, and, and have him really test that knee in a game scenario. Um, so with Mark Ingram, I would say he's probably like a flex to a running back three while Kamara's out or until they can get that O-line um, fixed up. Um, but as you can see last night, just didn't do a whole lot. So be aware of that. Uh, DeAndre Swift with uh, an AC joint injury. That's your joint right up here in your shoulder. Um, he's already been ruled out for this week. So hopefully if you have DeAndre Swift, you're able to pick up Jamal Adams. Um, if you were able to pick up Jamal Adams, congrats. Um, he should be the bell cow for this week. Um, definitely um, probably a, a good RB2 play uh, this week. Um Average return of sport for an AC joint injury is um, approximately three weeks. So this will be week one because he was injured last Sunday. Um, so he is likely to miss um, another two to three games. Um, I'm sorry. No, yeah, another two to three games um, from this injury. So, again, if you have DeAndre Swift and you're making a playoff push, I would heavily pivot to other options and essentially consider that he's not going to be able to play for the next couple of weeks. Hold on to Jamal Williams. Um, he's going to be a big play. Um, if you're in a dynasty league, it's probably best to just hold on to DeAndre Swift at this point um, and 
hope that he gets back in time for the playoffs if you make it that far. <laughs> Next one we're going to talk about, we'll, we'll pivot to the uh, Arizona Cardinals. So Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins, we'll talk Murray first. Um, so Kyler Murray has a high ankle sprain, at least that's what I was seeing and hearing. Um, so recovery from a high ankle sprain can take anywhere from 15 to 46 days, depending on severity, um, including their bye week. Uh, Kyler Murray has missed approximately 30 to 32 days, depending on how you um, count the injury and everything like that. Um, so odds are that he's going to be returning very soon here. Um, I did just get a report that he was out practicing um, this afternoon. So that is good to hear. Um, signs are pointing that he will likely start this week, week 13. Um, if he does not, Colt McCoy is obviously a, a good play. Um, and if, if Kyler Murray is active, you're playing him, right? You don't really have another option. DeAndre Hopkins, different story. He's been battling with a hamstring injury. He was injured the same game that uh, Kyler Murray was injured. Hamstring injuries can be incredibly volatile, and they can be incredibly subjective from player to player. So uh, average return to sport for these injuries um, are going to be one to six weeks. He's already missed four weeks, uh, and I did just get a report that he has not practiced today. So that means that he got in limited or no practices all week this week. Um, it is not looking good for him to play Sunday. That being said, DeAndre Hopkins is famous for not practicing all week, and then he still gets into the game, and he still goes ballistic, right? He is known for that. He has done that several times in his entire career. He is constantly popping up on the injury reports. Something to be aware of, I would plan on not having DeAndre Hopkins this week, um, but be ready to put him in if he does go. So what we'll do next is we'll kind of pivot a little bit to some uh, dynasty options here. Um, so I want to talk Christian McCaffrey. Obviously, he's done for the year. The Panthers put him on IR for a second time. According to NFL rules, that means you're done. You're shut down for the year, can't come back at all. So if you're in a redraft league with no keepers, go ahead and drop him. There's no point in holding him on your roster. It's just dead space. Get rid of him. So my suggestion would be if you are in a dynasty league. Uh, I'm assuming at this point going into week 13 that your trade deadlines are concluded, that they are done, um, that you cannot trade anymore. Um, I would wait until after the season, obviously, and I would start shopping Christian McCaffrey. Whether it's for pieces, whether it's for picks, regardless, I would start shopping Christian McCaffrey and I would do your best to get him off your roster sooner rather than later. My general philosophy with something like this is you are going to want to almost feel like you lost the trade initially to not get caught with the bag in a year or two years, right? Christian McCaffrey's loads and his usage has just been incredibly off the charts. Um, and we don't know how he's going to respond going into next year, right? So very similar thing happened last year. He had a high ankle sprain earlier in the season, came back for one game, had a quad strain, and then he was done for the rest of the year. Said, hey, I'm going to go and get healthy. I'm going to come back next year, uh, and you're going to be back to the old CMC. Well, that didn't happen. He, I think he played six games. And he was doing great. Injured his hamstring. Uh, now he's had some ankle. He rolled up on some ankle um, a couple weeks ago. Um, and obviously, um, now he's done for the season. So this is something to monitor. Um, and the reason I'm saying get rid of him in a dynasty league for pieces while you still can is that I believe the Panthers are going to start being a lot more conservative with Christian McCaffrey's loads. 
I think Chuba Hubbard is going to get more involved. Um, uh, if he's still with the team next year, I think Amir Abdullah is going to be involved. Um, I think they're going to do anything they can to make sure that Christian McCaffrey is not sustaining and maintaining the loads that he is under because it's clearly starting to get to him. Um, so I would just expect that um, going into next year for redrafts, um, McCaffrey will still be a top five running back, but just realize that you are not going to get the insane, absolutely bonkers usage that you're getting out of him right now. Just be prepared for that. Very similar thing for Derrick Henry, right, with the Titans. So he has also been getting just crazy, crazy usage, right? Like 30 attempts on the ground a game was what he was averaging, right? Just in, insane usage. Um, so he had a Jones fracture, which is a fracture of the fifth metatarsal in your foot. It's the outside bone of your foot. He had surgery on November the 2nd, right? So average return to sport is uh, 10 weeks, um, which is going to essentially eliminate him for um, regular and playoff fantasy uh, games um, consideration. So uh, if you have Derrick Henry in your redraft league, if you want to try and roll the dice and see if he comes back for a championship game, fine. Uh, but if he does, just expect that he's going to have about a 20 to 30% reduction in overall um, fantasy points. So my suggestion would be is if you're in a redraft league, drop Derrick Henry, go get somebody else. Whether it's Dontrell Hilliard, he's on a bye this week, so you should be able to get him on the cheap. Or um, perhaps it's another running back. Perhaps it's Sonny Michelle, like we discussed earlier. I would drop Derrick Henry. Especially if you don't have an IR spot, drop Derrick Henry. There's no reason to keep him right now. Dynasty. I would do the same thing with Henry as you are attempting to do with Christian McCaffrey. Sell now while he's still got a big name. Derrick Henry is going to be 28 years old when we head into next season. That'll be 2022. I guarantee that a very similar scenario is going to happen with the Titans as with the Panthers. I think the Titans are going to start to limit his usage because I think they're starting to see that he's going to wear down. So I would just be prepared. Again, same thing for redraft. If you're drafting next year, Derrick Henry is still a top five option. You can't get around that. Be prepared for him to have decreased roles um, and perhaps to be splitting some time um, with some backup running backs. I, I can't speculate as to what their running back room will look like next year um, because it's been so haphazard this year, right? They had uh, Adrian Peterson. They had Jeremy McNichols. Um, they've had Deonta Foreman. Um, now they have Dontrell Hilliard. It's all over the place. So if you have Derrick Henry in Dynasty League, try and chop him. See what you can get. I think now is the time to bail out, right? Even if he has another season or two of phenomenal production, in my mind, in a Dynasty League, it is better to get rid of him now for pieces while he's still worth a name instead of getting caught with the bag and then you have nothing to do in a Dynasty except drop Derrick Henry, the once great running back. That would be my suggestion. So I think that'll be a good wrap-up for Week 13. As always, make sure that you guys are paying attention to injury reports as they come out, especially later in today. Um, I'm recording this at 12.30 in the afternoon. If you guys notice um, that people are getting unlimited practices or are not practicing at all, adjust your lineups accordingly. You can't get lazy. You have to pay attention. Just be aware of that. Um, send me some questions about players you want updated on, especially um, now that we're nearing the end of the season. Um, Last-minute playoff push players um, and players that you're looking for for next season, whether it's redraft or dynasty or keeper. Just let me know. Have a great week. May you guys' uh, fantasy teams do well.